Yo, what's up? Welcome back to Farah. It's your host, Xavier Augustine. But you can call me Zay. Welcome welcome again to Farah, the number one stop for your podcast needs. Here today I am joined by a close friend of mine. Hema. Hello. Today she'll be joining me in and talking about serial killers. Or more more specific, the well known serial killers Albert, Albert Fish, Fish and Richard Ramirez. If I blow tomorrow, they call me Hollywood. You know I stay inside, bro. I call that Bollywood. And I will switch on my brothers. I call that brother. And I will switch on the All right, that was that was my boy Pharrell. Pharrell will be on SoundCloud. Follow him on SoundCloud. All right, let's get right into the topic. Our serial, our serial killer, Albert Fish, was born in Washington, D.C., May 19, 1870. His, he had three other, other siblings who had mental illness diseases, but they weren't checked out. So when Albert went to the orphanage, he was, he was abused and mentally unaware of what was happening to him. So at a young age, he saw things that weren't supposed to be seen by a little boy. Damn, so he was probably like traumatized and stuff. Yeah, he was he was really traumatized. <sighs> That's crazy. His mother his his mother got a, a government job because What's he, his mom's name? His mom's name is Ellen Fish. Uh Ellen Fish got a government job because she 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 didn't have the funds to take care of Albert, so that's why he was sent to the orf- orphanage. So so why have three kids? Oh my god, I hate people sometimes. <laughs> I hate people. So so after so after Albert's mom got him back from the orphanage, he started doing crazy things. And the crazy things were like he would he would he would he would watch little boys undress in the stalls and just stare and watch them. Oh god. And in 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 1910 he took a 19-year-old boy off the street and tortured him for two weeks. When he tortured him for two weeks, he 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 cut off his private parts and he gave him ten dollars. It was it was like, go off. Man, it's crazy. And in Albert's adulthood, he was diagnosed with sadism and psychosis. He would he would he would get the pleasure of of attacking people. And like sexually like messing with them. And he was never taken to the doctors? No, nah, he was never taken to the doctor. He 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 married and remarried multiple times and had multiple kids, but his family never asked if he was okay or not. So basically he had like like careless parents. Yeah, careless parents and careless wives. Mm, very unstable household. Okay. Uh, he was he was he was never satisfied when he was never satisfied when he would uh sexually arouse people and then killing them afterwards. Later, late later on later on in his life, when the police finally captured captured him, he he went he went to the police calmly, and he was like, "Yeah, I killed all these people," and he told the police 
God made him do it. God God told him that. That he, is so weird. What the heck? Yeah. He was like, God God told him he's 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 one of his, his children, so he has to go kill these people. And what the heck? Oh my god. Albert Albert Fish was a was You know a, what? But it's not even his fault. I, I, I blame it more on like the people around him. Like, for example, you told me that he was taken to where? The orphanage. Yeah. So you're telling me he never got checked out for nothing. Like he never, he like you know you know what I'm saying like yeah like where like where are the where, where is anybody helping him? You know like they failed him, they failed him. Well, people people at the orphanage don't really help you. Dude, you're just there until someone comes pick you up. No, but you get checked out. They take care of you, so you get checked out by doctors. You get everything. They know everything about you. So, I don't know. I feel like the system kind of failed him in a sense. I'm not saying it's their fault, but I'm just saying in general, like, you know. Yeah, the system definitely failed him. And then, uh, eventually, he, he went to court, and they ruled that he was he was uh, a psycho, and he was... Oh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, they, 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 they ruled that... He... That is very much obvious. They ruled that he he knew what he was doing, and they gave, they gave him the electric chair, and he died on like the second dose. Oh my goodness! He was a he was he was a he was a pretty pretty tough boy. So Albert died on January sixteenth, eighteen seventy. That that was the last we saw of Albert. No. We'll be back after these short ads. All right, this podcast is sponsored by Onbi, Ambitious Trading. The next big revolutionary cryptocurrency is called Onbi. Onbi is a short, ambitious cryptocurrency that is built on the Ethereum network, and it's an ERC-20 token. The total supply of, of Onbi is 100 million coins, meaning it's a scarce asset. So get your coins now, or you won't get your, get your coins ever. The purpose of Onbi is to provide a digital currency which holds value and it, it provides a user with the best financial education and services as well uh the omb business varies from real trading to at to estate to entertainment to beauty to creative arts and soon to be its own nft so come get your omni today another great product offered by omni is the omni wallet which will be the ultimate crypto storage and solution for all crypto holders yo boys yo boys get on the omni 2021, 2022. All right, guys. So like I told you guys in the beginning, I have a special guest with me, Gemma. So she'll be talking about her serial killer, Richard Ramirez. Okay, so Richard Ramirez, best known as the Night Stalker, he actually has a true crime documentary in Netflix. It was produced by Tiller Russell. Ellie Holmesman, Aaron Sedman, and Tim Walsh, right? In Spanish, his name is actually Ricardo Leva Munoz Ramirez. Mm. Yes, he was an actual, like, he was an American serial killer because he was born in El Paso, Texas, a Mexican immigrant. So his parents aren't from here, but he was born here. When he was 12 years old, a cousin of him showed him pictures of, like, Vietnamese women he, like, raped, tortured, and killed. And he was also a witness to his cousin's fatal shooting of his wife. So I feel like he was kind of like, like his life, you know what I mean? Like he was set up for failure already because 
he he was already like introduced to that type of lifestyle like everything that he saw you know he wasn't he wasn't a kid no he was he he wasn't a kid after that yeah like no not even after that in general because the way he was raised and stuff like it just where where are his parents you know what i mean yeah. So I just feel like he was exposed. He was already exposed to this type of life. So that's like, what type of ending do you think is going to happen with these type of people? Obviously, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Okay, so when he started breaking into homes, he also dropped out of high school. Oof. And yeah, and then he moved to Los Angeles. And then he continued committing crimes. And eventually he was like caught for stealing cars. But then... In June 1984, he committed his first known murder, raping and stabbing, and guess and guess who he did it to? Mm-hmm. A seventy, a seventy-nine-year-old widow. What? <laughs> like that's crazy. He was also addicted to cocaine, and his interest, like he became interested in like weapons and like satanism, which I find really creepy. Like, Sorry. I mean, like he was really fascinated with like like the demons and stuff like that like you know yeah like mm -mm. so he also had like a lover like she fell deeply in love with him like with him her name is Doreen Loy Loy I think I'm not sure and they actually got married in October of 1996 the females love the bad boys (laughs) oh my god okay not me though cause the heck is that Okay, so Ramirez, he was released to the public, right? Like, there was a bunch of... Like, I told you, there was a bunch of pictures of him mm-hmm. in, like, the media and, like, you know, everywhere. And But he didn't know that. So, like, one day, he went to, like, steal a car, right? And, like I said, like, a man saw him in East Los Angeles and notified the police. Ooh. And then he was surrounded by a crowd and beaten until the police arrived. Like, how sad is that? Like, imagine, like, <laughs> doing all these murders and stuff and then, like, getting caught because you didn't know that there was, like, pictures of your face out there. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you know, like, you're surrounded and everybody's like, oh, that's him, blah, blah, blah. Like, like that's that's kind of weird, bro. <laughs> but, um. Real life, so- real life social media, man. And lastly, Richard died of natural causes at Marion General Hospital, north of San Francisco. Okay, according to the California Department, Ramirez became the 59th inmate in the state to die in the manner while waiting for execution. So he didn't like he didn't get to die like yours. Yours was actually put in the chair and stuff, but Bro, he was they were they were ready to kill my guy. Yeah, like they didn't. They, he said they didn't wait for him. They just did it. What do you think like about it? I feel like these serial killers, like they're like don't like the two of them are like I don't know. Like their stories are kind of similar in a sense because you you did mention that he was he was exposed to that type of lifestyle as well, no? Yeah, at a younger age, and people and people kept on doing it to him. Yeah, I just feel like, it, it, for me, in my opinion, like, I feel like it weren't their fault that they that they became who they are. Like, I know people have, like, you know, you have a mind of your own, and you can, you know, but I feel like when you're, when that's all you see, and that's all you're, like, you know, as soon as you're born, that's all you're exposed to, that's all you're gonna learn. Yeah, and when like, and like there were kids, so kids, kids are like sponges. They, they, they absorb everything they see. So yeah. it's, it's not their fault. Yeah, it's like, a, let's say, um, a parent who 
grew up smoking they're like they're, they're a higher like they're a higher percentage of them like growing up to smoke because of simply the fact that you know they've they've seen it yeah and, thanks for tuning into the podcast stay safe and i love y'all boys if you like this collaboration and you want more stay tuned because we will do many more bye guys thank you for having me Hey guys, as a as a little reminder, I would appreciate if you guys stop by our social media platforms. Follow For All on Twitter at For All PC, Instagram at For All PC, and shoot us an email at For All PC LLC at gmail.com. And as always, I love y'all boys and stay safe.